And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, and I'm your host for the show. At Daily Confidence, we share strategies and tips and actionable advice that you could use on a daily basis to boost your confidence and when it comes to running your business. Uh, during the show, we're going to be giving away gifts. And after the show, uh, if you want to enter the draw for to qualify for the draw, if you like, subscribe and comment, ask questions as we have the discussion with our uh, guest expert here. If you tag a friend who can benefit from the conversation uh, and or if you write review the show and uh, share your experience with the topic that we talk about on Apple, Spotify or Google, you enter your name. For the draw, uh, we have an amazing guest and a, a, a very important topic. My guest is Simon Saverino. Welcome, Simon. Pleasure to be here. Welcome, everybody. How are you? Oh, I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you. So, the topic today is how to double your sales confidence in 90 days. Now, uh, I know that sales is a very big topic and people uh, or a lot of business owners have issues with sales. Some of them don't like to sell. Some of them don't like to be salesy or be perceived as salesy or pushy. So this is going to really help. So and uh, if you want to boost your confidence when it comes to sales, stay, in, uh, stay around and we're going to have some really good and actionable advice, tips and strategies. So. Let me uh, introduce Simon, and uh, we're going to dig right into it. Simon Severino is the CEO of Strategy Sprints, Europe's leading rem remote growth advisory. His global team of certified Strategy Sprints coaches do only one thing, double the revenue of service-based businesses in 90 days. That is nice. Simon also teaches growth strategies in select business schools and hosts uh, the Strategy Sprints podcast. And his website is strategysprints.com. Welcome, Simon. Welcome. So, Simon, tell us about your story. What is your story? Oh, my story. So I started my career as a consultant. And, you know, when you're a consultant, a business consultant, you start with traditionally in a company where you are just number three, 300,000 something. So you are junior consultant and then consultant, senior consultant, project manager, senior project manager. I did the whole thing. And and my my aim was always to be to be promoted quickly because that's so boring to be down there. And uh, up up there it's much more exciting. You can go you sit in the boardrooms, etc. So I wanted to be quickly in the boardrooms and I I managed to be promoted quick uh, under 2 years every time. And when I was a project manager, I was flying around everywhere. I was in the room with the executives from BMW, we would do the Born Electric strategy. I was in the room with the coolest, with the coolest teams and uh, taking taking tough decisions, big decisions that shaped the life of many families. So I I had a very exciting job, but I had a miserable life every day in another city, basically. And it became so boring because all airports look the same after a couple times. And also because you don't have time to, to see them. You just see hotels and airports. And so I had a very miserable life. And, <laughs> and then we got two kids, uh, Alessandro and Federico. And I told myself, stop. 
there must be a smarter way of living your life and helping people take big decisions and, and impact uh, their surrounding in a positive way. So let's find this way. And uh, we did it. We created it. I'm living it. And uh, yeah, now I have a life again. <laughs> Very nice. So what's uh, and then so what's the story uh, behind um, what you're doing now? How now? How did you get into doing what you're doing now? Yeah, we basically thought about the principles and about what people really need if they are business owners and transpose them into their current way of living. So if you are a business owner right now and you run a service business or a SaaS business and you want a business coach, uh, we, you want it now. You want many times a day the possibility to just quickly ask something and you want something like at in the movie Spider-Man, you have the friend of Spider-Man who is on his computer, you know, the chair guy, and, and he's in his ear. And uh, Spider-Man says, hey, should I kick this door or that door? And he goes, give me a second. <laughs> Do the left door because the right, the right door is, is closed. So I love that analogy. And that's helpful. And that's your real life. And that's what you need right now. And uh, the opposite would be, okay, you wait three weeks before your business coach flies in your city. And then you have an eight-hour workshop. Why eight-hour? Why workshop? These are all things that were just in the tradition. This is how, how we do things. And, and we, we basically said, okay, let's forget all traditions. How would we do it in a way that is natural, that fits to somebody that has kids and has a life and wants to do sports and, and, and doesn't want to sit in, in a round of chairs the whole day? We want to build Someone that has kids that has a business and wants to do sports. Yeah. Is that your definition of the business people that you're after? Absolutely. We only work with people who want to have a real life and a real business. Is that why, is that related to your top values? Yes. And what are I, your top three or four values? Our values, we have six core values. They are, they are focus, freedom, flow, happy, humble, hungry. Love it. These are our core values. And everything we do is, is, is um, decided by that. What about your personal values, your top three personal values? Yeah, they're the same. They're the same. Okay. Different values. It's humble, hungry, happy. That's my personal Good. Value. Good. And so um, what do you do now and who do you serve? So we serve business owners of service-based businesses and SaaS businesses who want to scale their business and gain their life back at the same time. And they know it must be possible to have both. It's not an either or. And there is a way. And, and yeah, we have the way. Got it. Got it. And then um, is there any specific type of businesses or, in, or industry that you prefer to work with? I know you mentioned SaaS and service businesses, but uh, in the service world, is there any specific industries that you prefer to work with or you've had good success with? We have the, our best successes with consultancies and marketing agencies, creative agencies, and, and with SaaS, but it's industry agnostic. Okay. So 
what are some of the um, objections that you, you usually hear about sales? Oh, sales. It all starts with, oh, I don't do that. I don't like that. I don't need that. And, uh, and I get it. I was the same. So most people don't even know what sales really is. Uh, they have pictures in their head that are something like a greasy um, automotive guy trying to sell you an old car. And of course, if that's your picture, of course you avoid it. You don't like it. Uh, my, my, I had the same picture and I was like, I don't do sales. And, and people would ask me, where do you get your clients? Uh, I, I just get referred. And I, I felt comfortable saying that. But of course, I hit a plateau. I, I, I couldn't scale from there. And so you have a time limit. If you are a consultant and, and you do it like that, first, there is a limit of what you can do. How much can you do? 300,000 per year, but then it's, it's over. And, and you start to having a miserable life because you are booked all the time. And you, you can never get to, to 500,000. You can never get to 1 million. Uh, and, and it's also not a good life. So it, it goes in the direction of a heart attack and, and, and a narcissistic uh, situation because you don't have time for friends. Uh, your family doesn't like you anymore. So, yeah, so you hit that point. And, and also divorce uh, becomes, becomes something that, that, uh, that is on the table if you do that for, for decades. So, and, and I saw that with my colleagues and I saw it uh, in, in my own life that uh, it wasn't good for their relations. So at that point, you can, you can only go smarter. And going smarter means doing less. That's why we do a bottleneck analysis. We basically cut in half what the team is doing and then we cut it in half again and we find, you know, 80-20, we find the few things that move the needle really forward mm -hmm. and, and, and then stick on them and improve that every seven days. That's a sprint method. Every seven days you get numbers. You never do something that you cannot measure. Mm -hmm. So you make it in a way that you can measure if it works. And so every seven days you get the numbers back, you improve based on these numbers. And we do 12 sprints at once. So if you improve something 12 times, it's better. So we pick the operations, we improve them 12 times, they're better. Or we pick sales, if that's the focus of the sprint. We improve sales form, fit and function of the sales system 12 times, it gets better. So numbers get more predictable and numbers get more reliable. Absolutely. Now, for those people who don't understand or know what sprints are, can you give us a brief description, please? Yeah, so the opposite would be traditional project management. Long cycles of discussion, uh, long blah, blah, blah meetings. And then three months later, there is a milestone. Six months later, there is the next milestone. Nine months later, oh, we didn't hit on time, on budget. That's the typical traditional project. Boring. And it doesn't work. You're mm -hmm. too late and you have spent more than you wanted. And what's the opposite to that? The opposite is sprint or agile work. Mm -hmm. You have short cycle. You start immediately by building, not by discussing. So you have an idea. You go and build a prototype. In three hours, you test it five times out there for below $100. You make some tests. You come back with the data, and then you bring it into the meeting and said, this is my assumption. This is what came out. This is what I think we can achieve. And then you just start. And uh, you do this in small 
chunks of work, seven days. And so everything you do can be measured every seven days. So you will not have a, a surprise six months later. Oh, but, but you have every seven days uh, both de-risking and data so that you can improve all the time. So okay. also the risk of it going wrong is much smaller, but especially it's fun again. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like, it feels like a basketball team playing basketball or friends cooking together because you immediately get feedback. When you play Angry Birds, you, you shoot this bird and then it says 500 points. You get it immediately. That's a sprint team. If, if you play Angry Birds and you would wait two weeks for the report, how many, how many, how many points is that? That would be a traditional, uh, traditional management of a project. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes a lot more, a lot more doable. And, and we use that system ourselves as well. And it's a beautiful system. The fact that you mentioned is they're not long cycles. They're like, so you, you, you break the projects into a seven day smaller chunks and tasks and projects that help us uh, build up to the big goal that we're trying to achieve. And then uh, uh, like that, ch the fact that you mentioned that checking in every seven days uh, makes a massive monumental difference. Like, a lot of companies are uh, are not checking in every seven days. Maybe they check every month, every three months, every six months, maybe once a year. And they wonder why things are not working. Right? Exactly. What's a good, what's a good resource to learn about this um, uh, sprint and the agile scrum system? Oh, we have a lot of resource open source. You can go to strategysprints.com slash tools. And we teach it there for free. You can even oh, grab tools in our templates. And we have master classes there where we teach it for free. Because unfortunately, there is not so much. There is one wonderful book. It's, it's called Sprint, How to Solve Big Problems in Five Days. But that is only on decision-making on the product level. So if you are a product team, this is your book. But we are talking business owners here. And for the business owner, there is no such book. That's why I'm writing it, because I'm missing it. I need it. So I write it for myself. And so next year, I, I can send you that. But right now, we are just, the parts that we have collected, we are giving them away at strategies.com slash tools. Love it. Uh, those of you that are watching or listening and joining us later, uh, my guest is Simon Servino. Severino, my apologies. And we're talking about how to boost your sales confidence in 90 days. If you have any questions about boosting your confidence or if you have any questions about sales strategy, feel free to pop it in the chat box and we'll make sure to answer those questions. And uh, you also enter the draw uh, for getting the gift from either me or Simon. Now, uh, Simon, what are some top myth around uh, sales that people really you usually uh, run in their head. We have to differentiate sales in terms of gardening or sales in terms of hunting. Two different kinds of sales. So gardening is like when you do good work and and hope that the relations will will then bring referrals. And hunting is when you really actively go out and say, "I want to inform the world about this possibility." So one mistake is that you think sales is 
somehow fake or wrong, you shouldn't do it. That's bad because you feel like you, you are pushing something onto somebody. And now sales is not about you and it's not about the product. Sales is about a problem and there is a solution and you care about bringing problem and solution together. That's it. So this is what you, what you do with your friends, what you do with your family. If you go for a walk and you see a squirrel and you want to, to show your kids, hey, there is a squirrel there because, because you find that relevant and you care about that, you say, hey, there is a squirrel. That's how I think about sales. So it starts with mindset. I love it. The, the, the gardening versus hunting analogy. Love it. That, that, that's a really powerful analogy. And it, hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off. It took me 15, 16 years to understand this. And my business coach told it to me, Simon, yeah, okay, you're gardening, but you are not hunting. And I was like, what is hunting? And he said, Simon, you actively pursue your Rolodex. You go through them. You call them up. You follow up. You say, hey, what are you, what are you up to, etc." I said, no, I don't do that. That's pushy. And, and he challenged my mindset. He said, why is it pushy? What, what are you pushing? You are not pushing anything. You are checking in. You are asking what they're up to. And if you have something, then you will tell about it. But only if it if it's exactly what they need right now, and they told you that they need it. Absolutely. But it's just it's just human relationships, basically. So it's more about nurturing relationships in in that gardening sense versus and, the hunting thing. Yeah, and and the whole thing is follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. So for me, one big change was when I first started bringing together all my contacts into one place. That has changed everything. So if you don't have a CRM system right now and you're listening to this, just bring all your contacts together in one place. That's called the CRM system. And then you can start differentiating different stages. Like this, this person is slightly interested, highly interested, uh, wants to buy, has bought, uh, is a super fan. Start with just these five categories and, and yeah, talk more to people. I can, guess, you, can you repeat those categories again, please? Yeah, it's slightly interested, highly interested, ready to buy, has bought, is ready to buy a second time, or is a super fan. For example, this could be the, the, the first five relationship stages that you, that you differentiate. And that's huge. If you just do that and then have it in front of you, I have it... Like like a Kanban board, I see I see them and I, I can move them from here to here in my CRM system. If you just have that, that changes everything. It makes your life so easy. And now you start thinking in, in your metaphor, it can be gardening or hunting, whatever. But you start thinking, how can I move them from this stage to this stage? And so you will, you will have these conversations. And then the next step is you create one email template for every stage. If I have somebody in stage three, oh, they are really interested because, of course, I have a tagging system to my website that says this person has watched seven videos in the last two days. Well, then they get tagged as highly interested. And so I get this message in, in Slack. You can easily put together apps and, and make them work together. So in Slack, I will get a notification. 
a highly interested person do something. <laughs> and, okay. then, and then I go to my CRM system. I know, oh, they're in stage three. So I click email stage three. They get an email. It says, I see that you're interested. What about we grab a tea and talk? Okay, that's fair. Um, and then what software do you use to track them on your website? Hmm, I have to ask my team what we currently use because we change it every couple of years. We change the software. But whatever is it that tags? I know that we use Kajabi in the back end. And with Zapier, we link it to Slack and to other stuff. Um, oh, 90% of what we do, but I would not recommend it. It's slow and it's expensive, but we are happy because the client has everything in one place. So just one login and they have everything. Hmm. That's why you use it. And you can simply, via Zapier, for example, you can simply say, use a tagging system. So if the person does that, then do this. So, and I say, uh, when they have clicked five times in one day, you tell me that they're highly engaged. You send me a message on Slack. Love it. Now, if somebody's watching or listening to this now or later, what are some uh, one or two actionable advice and things that they could do or strategies that they can improve their sales today or tomorrow? Something like within an hour or two, they'd be like, you know what, you do this and you're like 10 or... Uh, speaking of the 80-20 principle, what's one thing they could do like to improve their sales skills or abilities 10 or 20% within a short period of time? So if you have half an hour, I would do the equalizer. The equalizer is basically you do your blue ocean strategy. That's your positioning. Because the foundation for sales is really knowing what you stand for and what makes you unique. You can do that in half an hour. We, we have a tool for that. It's the equalizer. So it's a spreadsheet. You go through that. The first thing that it asks you is who are your three competitors? You write them down. Then it asks you what else can the client do if they don't work with you? Because they cannot just go to your competition. They can also do, hey, the intern, Mike, the intern should do it. Or we do nothing or we hire somebody to do it. So they have also other alternatives. That's the strategic arena. First, you think about that. Then it, it asks you, in what are your competitors investing right now? And then you, you, you put in the features, for example, in technology, in onboarding, in emotions, in um, LinkedIn, whatever it is, you make a list. And then you grade yourself 10 where you are currently winning and one where you're currently losing. Okay. After 20 minutes, you will know where you're winning and where you're losing. Now, the tool will automatically cluster it together and show you where you should cut costs this month and where you should invest more. So you have also your budget. But the important thing is it tells you where you are winning right now. And you can do this in 30 minutes. We do this once a month in order to, to really know our budget so that we can cut costs and invest in something, but in the right thing. And we do it as a team. It takes us one hour as a team. It takes me half an hour when I do it alone. Because as a team, we discuss also and we share perspectives and we align perspectives. And one thing that came up, somebody from my team told me a couple months ago, during this exercise, they said, hey, what we stand for is 
CEO to CEO coaching. Nobody has that. If you go to McKinsey, they will send you uh, junior consultants. Nobody sends you the CEO to, to coach you. And so I had an, an, a really, really valuable new perspective and found what we stand for and our uniqueness just in this one hour exercise. Now, this tool, Equalizer, is this, is this a tool that you, uh, is it your tool? Is it someone else's tool or? We, we have built it and it's open source. We, we can, we share it uh, with your audience. It's strategiesprint.com slash Equalizer and you can grab it. Okay. So the link is, I'm going to, I'm going to try to uh, put the link in the chat box. You, you are sharing some really good uh, resources here. And so strategy at strategy sprints.com forward slash equalizer right yeah now can you give us the summary of what needs to have the steps there step one your three competitors uh-huh step two the alternatives what else can the client do if they don't go with you step three rank in what are they investing Step four. In, in what they're investing. The, in what are they investing in? For example, they're investing in personal, in your, comp your competitors. Then you, then have, you, you have to stop. I guess you have to do some digging up to understand what they're investing in. You have, you have an intuition for that, uh, or better, an instinct, because you see your competition. If they are your competition, then you will, you will come across them every week. Otherwise, they are not really your competition. They are your competition if your client, if you see them coming in and out of the door of the same client where you are going in and out. Then yeah. your competition. Sorry, I cut you off. So it was um, what they're investing in and then what was it? And so, and then you have a list of what they are investing in and you rate yourself 10 where you're winning and one where you're losing and everything in between but try to be really very clear. You are either winning or you are losing. Sometimes you will be in between, that's okay. But try to really find out where you're winning because that's the exercise about. You want to know where are we winning, where are we not winning? Because And then basically it's done. You have now three clusters, where we are winning, where we are meh, and where we are losing. Where you're losing, this is where you will cut costs drastically. Go to go minus 20%, minus 30%, minus 50%. If you cannot win in that category, why are you still even competing? Why are you bothering? Let them win. Strategy is not about what you want to accomplish. Strategy is what are you going to let go? And the more you let go, the clearer you stand for one thing. And that's where you can win. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, tell me about how you help people and what you what is the gift that you're sharing with people today? So practically, when they start with us, week one, we set up a dashboard of three numbers. We ask, what are the three goals that you want to achieve in these three months? And what are the three numbers that will tell us 80% of the story? And the story is, are we going in the right direction at the right pace? The three numbers will be, one is usually around revenue, new clients in per week. 
The second number is usually around how happy are the clients, the NPS score. And the third one depends on the business. Sometimes it's the churn rate or number of, of, of or conversion rate or sales time. So we pick three numbers that will tell us 80% of the story. And, and we put up this simple dashboard. It's just a spreadsheet, but you see all the time you see these three things and you see if they're going up or down. And that changes everything because now you have a fully aligned team doing together just three things and measuring just three things every seven days. And now you have the feeling of uh, friends playing basketball because, of course, now this gamification effects kicks in. Uh, every team that sees a, a scoring board wants to be better next week. So if it says, how many clients did we have this week? Two then every team wants to have three clients next week. That's, it's natural. That's how we're wired. And so there will be a positive competition and a positive energy in the room. And, and it's also you have simplified the thing because one problem that business owners have, you can do 100 things. You could improve your LinkedIn outreach. You could improve your website. You could improve the product. But... Or, or you can go and check out Clubhouse because everybody's saying this is hot. But then you lose yourself. And so it's all about reduction. What's the one thing this week that we move forward? Love it. You're speaking my language, man. Yeah, Love you are the one-pager the one marketing plan guy. So we have the same philosophy. Mm -hmm. So um, what is the gift that you're sharing with us today? Um, your... Yeah, I you yeah, I think the equalizer is the best investment of the half an hour that people can do hearing hearing this. Okay. Beautiful. So and I shared the link here on our show notes and if you're listening to this later on our podcast <clears throat> to access the equalizer tool which seems like a very very useful practical amazing thing and process to do is uh, the link is strategysprints.com forward slash equalizer. Go in there, answer those questions, and within a half an hour, you'll come up with your strategy, get some awareness about your who is doing what and what you need to focus on. Now, I love the fan, and, and we have the, uh, the question showing up, and the question is, what are the top goals you want to achieve in the next three months, or top three goals? Now, can you tell us how you come up with the list of the top three goals, Simon? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we have eliminated kind of everything in between. We have one big, hairy, audacious goal, like Jim Collins says. It's one. And, and then I have three things every week, three things every week, three things every week. And so the one big, hairy goal is we want to replace sprint teams, replace boring teams worldwide. That's the big, hairy goal. We want that all teams have fun, basically, that it doesn't feel like work because it's gamified, it's simplified, and it feels like playing basketball with friends. Mm -hmm. That's the big goal. But how do we, how do we know that we're moving the needle forward? So we have three KPIs that we measure every Friday and we, 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 we hold each other accountable. And uh, currently they change from time to time, but right now they are number of new clients closed this week 
our NPS score, how happy are the clients. Okay. And the third one is number of subscribers this week to our newsletter. So those are the KPIs that you're tracking on a weekly basis. Exactly. And so on Friday, I will be asked, Simon, what, what, what's your contribution? My team will show me the numbers, but will, they will ask me, what did you do to move this forward? And what we learned from this? What's working really well? What's working not so well? What do we have to do? Love it. And then if someone wants to <clears throat> learn about that system, what system do you use? We call it the strategy sprints method. It's basically what we have built in order to help our, our clients. They are business owners. They are busy. And so with one or two hours per day, we want them help really move, move their business in the right direction. So it's the strategy sprints method. You can learn it from us. We don't teach it. We do it. So, But you, you take a sprint coach for three months and you will do it directly. Next day, you start doing it. Love it. Now, Simon, what are your favorite top two or three books that you usually recommend people to read? Bus business owners or general? Business owners. So business owners. I recommend hmm, many books. You see how many books I have. Um, there is top three or four that you usually recommend or books that have made a massive transformation in your life. Yeah. So there is one book from April Dunford. She's a member in our mastermind. And this book is amazing. This is for tech companies and it's about positioning, but it's also for every other company out there because she has a 10 step uh, process laid out in this book, how you find your right positioning. And it is perfect. This is written by somebody who has 20 plus years in consulting, and this is worth much more than you pay for. This is beautiful. Very nice. Any other books that you would recommend? Yes. If you are into copywriting, and I think everybody should get into copywriting, really, because we are all in that space. Uh, I'm realizing it just now. It's a beautiful book by Eugene Schwartz, and it's called Breakthrough Advertising. This, this, it's about copywriting and everybody's into copywriting because every time you write an email to somebody, you are doing copywriting. And, and this can be a skill that really changes the game. So for me, one of my major things this year is to learn how to write better because it's communication is everything. We, we talked about the communication is everything. And, um, and the, the third book that I recommend is The Blue Ocean Shift. It's by the people who wrote The Blue Ocean Strategy. It's the practical one. Uh, so business owners can go directly to the tools. And, the, and really? tools like the equalizer, tools that help you find out where you are unique so that you can let go of all the rest. Got it. That's fair. Beauty. Now, uh, Simon, if you had an ad that everyone on the internet could see on Facebook, Google, all over, all over the web, what would your message be? Ah, that's cool. I would say, 
Be the fun you seek. Be the fun you seek. Yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Tell me more about what you mean by that. You know, many people think, oh, when I've reached that thing, then I'm happy. When I have one million on my bank account, then I'm happy. When I've, I've done the TED Talk, I'm happy. When I've, I've written a New York Times bestseller, then I'm happy. And uh, if you do it like that, you will never be happy. Never. <laughs> Because it's always there. Unless, unless you start liking the journey. So, and it starts with happiness. So why do I have this big, hairy, audacious goal? Because I like having the goal. But if I don't reach it, uh, and it's possible in business that you don't reach it, I have enjoyed the process. I, I, have, I have had a great life. We have a great team because it gives us energy anyway, even if we never get to that. But we had a, a great team time. We, we had enough for our families. We had, an, uh, we had time with our friends. We have lived a great life. Love it. That's, and that's essential to, to and I think I've heard Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, live into the vision of what you're trying to be. And that's a man that obviously has done it and you're doing it. And I've heard that advice from a lot of high achievers. And I believe in that. And one of the exercises that I do, if I don't forget, every morning and in the evening before I go to bed is try to visualize what I'm looking for and just living into that moment. And uh, and I love what you're talking about here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a fourth book comes to my mind. It's called Vivid Vision by Cameron Herald. Vivid and Vision. Vivid Vision. It's about... Uh, he says, skip skip the, the mission statement, do a vivid vision instead. And it's basically what you just said, something that you really embody, something that you want to do in the morning and in the evening. And he says, this is what you should do with your team. So the business mission should be a vivid vision, uh, one that you really feel and smell and you like really to, to live right now. Yeah. Can I share with you what I have? So this here is my vivid vision. Ah. It is six pages long with every detail about Beautiful. every aspect of life. Wow. If, if there is, honestly, if there is one thing that, that I could say has produced results for me, it is this document. Wow. Like, and it, uh, I've, been, I've been at this since 2008 or 9. So the story was back in 2000, I heard, I heard a guru talking about, he's like, he's like, sit down and write down exactly what you want and then read that document every day for 90 days, right? So I did that and then I read it for a while. I forgot about it a few years later, like I wrote it up to 20, actually 2019 or 2020 and then back in 2014 or 2015, I realized I achieved almost every single thing that I wrote down in there. I swear to God. And then I'm like, oh my God, what, what if I was continually uh, updating and reading this? So I started doing it again back in 2016 or 17. 
And then same thing again happened. The stuff that I wrote down on this and I read and visualized and memorized back to your weekly check-in, a whole bunch of them have happened. So Beautiful. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing. I would love to read it. And uh, yeah, sure. this is exactly, you feel the energy right now when you say it. You, you really, you, yeah, you, you can see it in your body and in your eyes. That's exactly the thing. And uh, I, I, I lack the discipline to read it every day. My, I try to help myself. I have spoken it into an audio file on, into my phone with some background music, you know, like shamanic like drums. And, and so I hear it in the morning. I, I go running every day in the morning. And so I hear myself telling, and it's, it's as if it's right now. It's, I am in 2023. This is what happens. And um, this is where we are. And uh, I meet every challenge with courage, et cetera, et cetera. And I Love tell it. where I am and what I do. Love it. I did that too. I did that too. Um, and uh, it's a powerful exercise. Like to remind you, remind yourself every morning, listening to yourself, say, here's what's going to happen. Here's what I'm doing. Here, here are my affirmations. Here's my vision. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Have you had that experience where you, the stuff that you wrote down and the stuff that you reminded yourself on a daily or weekly basis happened more? frequently and a lot easier compared to the stuff that you didn't? Yes, definitely. And it made it, made it easier to, to say no to some stuff. It made it easier to decide what are, what are the tasks that I should do in the morning and which in the afternoon, which I should do not at all because they are not aligned with that. And uh, who should I work with and uh, who should I not work with? These are all very important decisions. And if you have that clarity, because you have read that in the morning, it will be much easier for you to take the right decision during the day. Love it. Love it. Um, Simon, is there anything that you'd like to add to what we talked about that maybe we didn't talk about that you want to share with our audience? I, I think we covered a lot of ground. And uh, if you just can pick one thing right now, listening to this, either do your vision or do half an hour of your positioning exercise. Just pick one and do it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But Simon, this was a really, really good uh, conversation. I, it, this is <laughs> like, we, you're speaking my language and uh, I love it. This is very, you shared some practical advice and tools, generously shared your tools and resources with our audience. So if you're out there listening or watching this, go to strategysprints.com, which is his website. Uh, and if you go to strategysprints.com forward slash equalizer, and I'm gonna show it here, forward slash equalizer, he, you get access to that tool where you can analyze and uh, prioritize your uh, things that you need to do and come up with your strategy within half an hour to an hour, I guess. So Simon, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me here. Keep rolling. Thank you. Now, for those of you who are watching and listening, one way that we help our audience uh, boost their confidence and be more confident in running their business is by helping them create and implement their one-page marketing plan in three days or less through our signature course or bootcamp called Simple Marketing Formula. It is happening on the weekend of 
January 22nd to 24th, which is like this very weekend. And it's happening again in February. Now, if you're interested in clarifying what you need to do, reduce confusion, anxiety, frustration, and overwhelm about marketing, join us and a group of heart-centered, committed entrepreneurs from around the world work together to build your one-page plan that you could use on a daily basis, much like the example that Simon was bringing in with KPIs, with strategies. Here are the top three things that we need to do for our marketing and give yourself the chance to improve your chances of reaching success and experiencing your goals by minimum of 40, 40 times, right? So I'm going to put the link here in the, in the comments. Check it out. And uh, if you're interested, join us. The link is persayo.com, P-E-R-S-Y-O.com forward slash join dash SMF. That stands for Simple Marketing Formula. The link is going to be in the uh, what you might call it comment in the show, and it will be in the show notes as well. Thank you for joining us uh, at uh, Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. Thank you, Simon, again. Uh, great to have you, and we'll see you on our next episode. See you soon. Bye-bye.